Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports with balls. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Here on this uh, Total Request Thursday, pick the songs, we'll play them. Well, House of Chains, never a bad thing. Get your votes in now from Featured Artist Friday at 410-583-1057. Nolan McGraw will tabulate the votes, and that reveal's coming up here in a couple of hours, so stay tuned for that. Then we're going to get to the Ravens in a second, but you heard during Nolan's update, Kyle Gibson talking about the, you know his struggles here uh-huh. as of late. Yeah. Earn run average <coughs> in the month of August. Take a guess. Seven. Seven eighty-nine. Think slow pitch softball. And then in June it was six eighty-four. So he's had two really bad months that have uh, inflated the ERA. Still thirteen and eight and quality starts. He has fourteen of them. But uh, the month of July or August rather was not uh kind no. to Kyle Gibson, and he could have got out of there running a little on the uh, hot and the good way side. Instead, he's running cold with the performances. So uh, we'll follow him closely, as will the Orioles, obviously, in the final month of the season. Cole Irvin tomorrow against Zach Davies, the scheduled starter for Arizona, former Oriole farmhand. Remember, he got traded for, was it a par Gerardo Parra, back in 2015. And David, look, he's not Tom Seaver by any stretch, but... He's carved out a nice little niche for himself. He's been banged up this year. Hasn't pitched all that great, but we'll talk about that one later on in the show. Now, getting back to the Ravens as they're putting together the practice squad, assembling their 53-man roster best they can, and there are going to be some changes afoot before we get to September 10th against Houston and the Texans. Here's John Harbaugh talking about a guy who made the team but you looked at the roster projections, Vinny, earlier by all the expert types. Ben Cleveland making the team, I guess, wasn't that big of a surprise, was it, Harps? The biggest thing with Ben is uh, is that he was able to be out there every day. And so, yeah, he made the strides, you know, and not just in one area, pretty much across the board. In the past, you know, he's kind of been in and out, in and out with different kinds of injuries. He stacked all those days in training camp and then turned on the game film when you watch it, and I know you have, Jeff. He played well. He blocked people run and pass. So that's the bottom line. All the work he put in, it showed up in the games. He played well. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, (laughs) My vote doesn't count, you know. It matters what they think. So 
you know, if that's what uh, that's what they. I just, I don't, I just don't think he's a good athlete. And, and Bob, I mean, you, I've said it a million times. People that walk ten and two, they've n- n- tell me a good athlete that somebody that walks ten and two. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've you know. Yeah, it's the feet. Yes. Yeah, the one's pointing to the 10 o'clock, yeah. the one's pointing to the 2. You look like a penguin waddling down the hallway there. Yes, and, and, I've, and my, I've seen it many times, in my, and I, I still don't. Like pigeon-toed, that's good. Pigeon-toed is good, and, and normal you know, is good, but I've never seen a duck-footed person that's a good athlete. Well, John Harbaugh basically said he's there every day, which – you, you need to be <laughs> commended for it. I mean, yeah. he, he posts, but yeah. I would think, you know, third year in the league and, you know, Salo had surpassed him on the depth chart before he really even got deep into training camp there. Bob, he was never, he was never even in consider. He was never in the fight for the left guard job. What did he play mostly in the preseason? Played tackle and not very well, you know, so maybe he was. Best of the worst, you know, or, I mean, you got to keep somebody. Some of those other guys they had weren't, you know, that talented. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. You want to get in talk about this Ravens roster, feel free to do so. We could start getting into predictions. We will do our official predictions next week as the season starts a week from tonight as Kansas City begins defense of their Super Bowl championship against the Detroit Lions, a team that's got a lot of high hopes for the upcoming year, Ravens, no one's picked them outside of a couple of guys to win the Super Bowl. And I think given the injuries right now in the secondary, even like the Ryan Clarks of the world, for instance, would be a little more uh, pessimistic because of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, I think the Ravens will be, I, I think kind of a team like the Orioles. You expect them to be in the playoffs this year. And then can can they stay healthy enough, Lamar, and to make that jump? You know, just because they there's a lot of question marks with the Ravens right now, more so than like the Bengals don't have the same question. You know, I mean, the Ravens got a new coordinator, right. you know, a bunch of new receivers. I mean, they got a lot of talent on paper. They look great, you know, and we'll we'll see. And then defensively, Bob, s- still the same questions we had at the draft, pass rush and corner. Yep. Those are the two biggest questions right now in my mind for the Ravens is pass rush and corner. And it's weakened, especially in cornerback with Marlon's injury. Yes. And Rocky Sin got hurt. And even when he you were there every day, even yeah. when he was playing, he wasn't playing all that great. No, he was, you know, he gave up a touchdown of practice. That's kind of what I noticed. And Darby's supposedly going to start, Bob, and he hadn't played a game in a long time. So um, I think they've got a huge benefit playing a rookie quarterback, you know, in, with Houston in in the opener. I, I You know, it, it'll give them a chance to kind of get a feel for anything because they go from one extreme to the other the next week, you know, with the Bengals going to Cincinnati with Burrow and those, you know, Burrow's back practicing. I mean, we kind of right. figured that, you know, so. And then he'll be all fired up too. I believe, you know, I'm guessing he's getting a new contract before the season starts. You think so? I, I, the clock is ticking. I know, but Bob, he's got all the leverage in, and they know it. I mean, even Mike Brown said, we know we got to pay him. 
you know, that that's one of those things like Dan Snyder did with Drew Rosenhaus with Sean Taylor. He says, he says, I know I'm going to pay him a lot. Just, just be nice to me. <laughs> also, John Harbaugh, one of the reasons, big reasons for optimism about the Ravens, and Vinny brought it up. Lamar signed yeah. new weapons, new coordinator, John Harbaugh. As you have seen this team evolve over the last few weeks, months, what's that off- offensive identity going to look like? Uh, well, I mean, I you know, we all have an understanding of what we're trying to do. You uh-huh. know, we have an understanding uh-huh. of what the vision is. Uh-huh. Uh, we've been working hard to com- communication. We all understand how it's built and how we uh, how we you know, <laughs> how we want to operate. You know, so we're going to go out there and do our best, put our best foot forward, uh, and we'll see what happens. I mean, that's why you play the games. You've got to go play the games. You know, <laughs> all the talk is talk. Then you go play the games and see where you're at. And uh, once we play the first game against the Texans, we'll have a much better idea where we stand. What do you say about the offense, Bob? <laughs> Uh, sounds like a guy that's tempering his enthusiasm. I I think it's a guy that um, doesn't want to give anything away. That's kind of the way I read it. Like, you know, I'm not because actually Houston, I mean, they've seen a little bit, but you watch when they play Houston, Bob, we're going to say, eh, we ain't seen much of it. We haven't seen that this, this sure. you know, because they're working on stuff. I mean, right now, because prior to, you know, all the media leaving, which was last preseason game. I mean, they got two weeks to prepare for Houston. So they're working on a lot of stuff that they haven't done because they were just working on basic stuff then and finding out what they're good at and, you know, what, you know, Todd likes about this guy or that guy. And now they're now they're zeroing in on how do we attack Houston? What do we go? What matchups do we like? You know, Who's their pigeon? You know, who do we go after on third? I mean, now it's a strategic game plan on both sides of the ball. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Reisterstown. It's Kai. Kai, what's happening? Hey, what's up, fellas? I'm what's happy up? today. I'm just, I'm good. I'm good, Vinny. Hey, by the way, Haney. Yo. Who are you having that Charlo, uh, uh, Charlo, um, Canelo fight? Well, I want Charlo to win, but I think Alvarez is going to win. How's that for taking both sides? <laughs> but you just pulled a heart. Well, you saw that you saw during the way or the introductory press conference. Charlo's taller; he's got a longer reach. I just keep thinking. Yeah. I keep thinking Kell Brook against Triple G. That's what keeps popping yeah. into my mind there. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see how Charlo two way classes up. I don't know, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree, but he's still undisputed two top. Uh, uh, I love him. I love him too, man. And also, Frank Martin, uh, he might be the guy who fight uh, Ch- Chicor. Maybe, maybe, uh, I maybe, saw maybe. that. Yes. I think they're like mandatory yeah. in that, right? If I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And also, breaking news: Javante Davis will be fighting Pitbull. It ain't. It's not out yet, but I, that's that's what's going to happen. The Rematch. singer? Oh. No, Pit. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, look, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Yo, Malik Harris. Malik Harrison, man. It's time for him to step up. Just think if Malik Harrison steps up, how that defense can be. I mean, what's he going to step you know, up? Where do you want him to step up? What do you want him to do? I want him to listen. He's a good, uh, good in uh, pass, not not pass rushing. Look, he's a good tackler. I see, but he needs to step up, Benny. And also, um, you said Ronald Darby. You got the guy Q get on there and talk smack about Ronald Darby, man. Listen, I think Ronald Darby is going to be. I know he's coming off an injury, Benny, 
but he can play the ball, man. And I know he don't have a lot of interceptions, but he got a lot of pass deflection. So I'm looking at our defense right now. Like maybe if uh, it's gonna come down to the coordinators. We got the tech, like Vinny said, it got the on, on paper they look good, but it's gonna come down to the coordinators on off- offense and defense, which law who lost us a few games last year on offense, our coordinators. But I'm looking at it like this, Vinny. If if we can come out and, and go like in the first quarter, I think we're gonna beat Cincinnati because Cincinnati. Uh, McDonald had that number last time. I mean, ever since Dalton, I mean, not Dalton, um, um, Burrow. Burrow's put that, yeah, Burrow's put them all those touchdowns and those yards up. They came back and shut that down. So I'm looking like, Benny, we got a, we got a good shot, a great shot at being uh, in the first quarter, being a good three and one, something like that in the first quarter. And we good, man. I, I think we really good. But let me get your ass off A on this. You too, Haney. Yo. If, if the linebackers, uh, if Clowney, Okay, because Clowney's supposed to start, right, Vinny? Uh, I would imagine he he would, yes. Okay, if Clowney plays inside, I don't know if I asked you this before, where would you like to see Clowney at, inside or outside? And what do you think, how many sacks he's going to get this year playing on the outside? Because I don't, I, the Jabos, to me, I don't know yet about the Jabo. Jabo is a rookie bud. right now. A Jabo is not as far along, at least watching the preseason, um, in my mind, what what I expect of Ajabo, he was disappointing in the preseason. That's that was my expectation. Now Clowney, he's got to play on the outside. I mean, who else is going to? You know, they don't have. You know, you gonna put Malik Ham out there? No, can't play to run. You know that, and Clowney can play to run, and Oway can play to run. Now Ajabo, the other night. He didn't. He didn't play the run very well. I mean, those tight ends were wearing his ass out. I was. I was like, "What the hell are you doing? Get lower, man." It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan, by the way, Pitbull's Isaac Cruz, who had a spirited fight with Tank Davis a year or so ago. But when we come back, whip around what happened in the world of sports last night. What happened historically for the Orioles? Some good stuff on this August the thirty first. Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick joins us eleven thirty. Look at the series that was against Chicago. Look ahead to the West Coast trip. Goes to Arizona, then Anaheim, and then back to Boston. Red Sox just got swept by Houston. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Hades with 
Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 1057 The Fan. Whip around here on this total request Thursday. Got a couple of uh, college football games you can check out tonight if you're looking for that sort of gridiron entertainment. NC State's at UConn. 730 CBS Sports pretty Network. Good last year. They were they made, made a bowl, bowl game. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be a nice uh, interesting game to watch. Coming up at eight o'clock on Espen. Florida at number fourteen, Utah. If you're looking for a challenger to USC, perhaps. Yeah, I read where Utah's back may be out. Yeah, it might for, be for the year. Yeah. But Florida, what's it, Napier the coach there? Second year. Yeah. I, I mean, mean he's already that percolating seat already. But I was listening to Mel and Dar- Dari last Saturday, and they were talking about ACC coaches on the hot seat and or SEC, and both said Napier. Nebraska's at Minnesota. Big Ten tussle. This game is on Fox. So yeah, you've got beautiful. ESPN for Florida at Utah, and then Nebraska-Minnesota on Fox regular. Yeah. So I guess that sounds like Fox 45 here in the Baltimore metropolitan area. Maryland, as we just talked about with Damon Evans at last hour, and as we talked about with Mike Loxley yesterday, they host Towson at 3.30. You can hear that game on 105.7 The Fan, and you can watch it, Big Ten Network. Maryland is uh, 35-point favorites in said ballgame. Uh, this is one that I mean, if you're if you're the Terps, you want to be up, you know, like thirty-one-seven at the half, something like that. It, it needs to be a trouncing. Yes, and we do not root against Towson. I don't anyway, except when they play Maryland. Maryland's always trumping the other schools, and that includes the Baltimore schools. So sorry, Coach Shinnick. It might be puffy pants hammer time for you, as Maryland looking to. Uh, Take the next step, level up, as Chip Patterson says. I mean, blowing Towson out by 50, does that mean they can, you know, use that momentum moving forward? I don't know. But, you know, if you want to send an early message, because, yes. you know, against Buffalo last year, first game, it's not like they blew them no. off the field. Well, Leah needs to blow it blow it up. You know, Leah needs to set the tempo for the year for him. He needs to throw for a ton of yards and look like, you know, I mean, Locke said it. they got the best quarterback in the Big Ten. All right. You know, you're playing, you know, basically a scrimmage game. So let's show show me. Yeah. And be the guy. Yes. Be that guy. Be consistently dynamic. Well, they need to be dominant, Bob. I mean, like you said, I mean, you're playing Towson. And they need to be dominant and show that. Otherwise, if it's close, we're going to say, <laughs> right. That's not not good. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan Whip Around on this date in Orioles history. It's August 31st, 1974 in Kansas City. Bobby Gritch, two for five, two ribbies. Earl Williams, two for three with a ribby. Jim Palmer, seven and two-thirds for the win. Grant Jackson got the save. His 10th Orioles edge Kansas City, three to two. 1983, 40 years ago tonight in Toronto. Orioles scored seven runs. In the first inning, Todd Cruz had a three-run bomb to set the tone there. Rich Dower, Eddie Murray had two ribbies each. Mike Boddicker picked up the win. 
12th of the year, 1996, King, uh, Kingdom in Seattle. Pete Incavillia, Brady Anderson, and Bobby Bonilla all hit home runs. Scott Harrison got the win. Armando Benitez the save, 7-6. Orioles trim the Mariners, 2012, Norm. Yankee Stadium. I remember, you know why I remember this game? I had just got my teeth pulled. Hmm. So I was post-surgery. And I was laying on the couch. I was actually dog-sitting my cousin's dog, Bella. And I'm laying there, and Mark uh, Mark uh, Reynolds hit two home runs. J.J. Hardy went yard. Miguel Gonzalez, seven strong. Orioles beat the Yankees, six to one. And I was like, and I couldn't eat. Because, you know, they all, yeah. all the stitches were still in my mouth. And Bella's, you know, still, still kicking. Bella is, by the way. Uh, yellow Lab. And it... I think she was a year old at that time, and she wanted me to throw the tennis ball. And I'm like, bro, really? But I digress. 2014, Oriole Park, Camden Yards. Orioles taking on the Twinkies. J.J. Hardy, we forget how good he was for the Orioles, yeah, he man. Was consistent. Hit a grand slam on this night. Flat! Ryan Flaherty, three-run bomb. Nelson Cruz hit a home run as well. Way in Chen. Picked up his 14th win. And Zach Britton, his 31st save. Orioles on their way to the AL East Championship. Beat the Twins 12-8. to It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back, talk about the current day Orioles with Mike Bordick. Orioles All-Famer. Orioles win the series 6-3. You know, they 18-9 in August. And people are still concerned because Tampa just won't go away. For some reason, AL is tough. Look at the AL West, man. The don't, I guess we're talking about the Orioles, the Rays, the Blue Jays, the West. Watch the Twins go to the World Series. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Mike Bordick next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports 24-7-1057, the voice of the fan. Video Haiti 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick the songs. We're playing. 410 is the number. Clash for you. Get your votes in. Featured artist Friday. That reveal coming up. Round 145 or so. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Orioles off today. They go 18-9 in August. They lose yesterday, of course. 10-5 to the White Sox after building an early four-zip lead. Here to talk about the Orioles heading into the all-important month of September. He knows a thing or two about pennant race baseball because he's played in it. Oriole Hall of Famer, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball tonight. Brought to you by Savo Auto Parts, of course. Mike Bordick. Bordy, what's up? 
Hey, Bob. How's it going, man? It's going all right, dude. Appreciate the time as always. We'll start with the game yesterday. Orioles get out early. Santander continues to rake at least the last couple of weeks. And then Kyle Gibson scuffles a little bit. Earn run average pushing eight. Mike, in the month of August, he had a brutal June, inflated there, almost seven. As we go into September, your concern level with Gibson is what? Yeah, just, uh, you know, the inconsistencies, obviously. Yeah, really rough month for him. And so, some big numbers put up. So, I, I don't know. You know, he's had some clunkers this year, but just recently some really bad ones. So, you wonder if fatigue's kind of setting in with him. Uh, you hope he can get rested up as uh, we're in the last month of the season now. So, you know, because you, you're going to need him one way or another. Even if he doesn't make the rotation, I expect he'd be a long man out of the bullpen uh, in the postseason. So you just uh, you, you hope he can find a little bit more confidence here down the stretch. Now, in regards to that rotation for the playoffs and still to be determined whether or not they'll have a bye or they're right there in the wild card round, Mike Bordick put together that. Sp- we'll start wild card first, then maybe a best of five. Who's getting the ball first game, either situation? Who's going for you game number two? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, Braddish is, is my number one guy. You know what? I'm really concerned, though, about down the stretch here as – and I don't. I think it's just too early to uh, predict the uh, rotation, only because the amount of innings now going down the stretch are just going to be piling up for guys like Rodriguez, uh, Bradish, and Kramer. You know, so my concern for Rodriguez is is how much farther are they willing to let him run? I mean, they're just going to give him free reign for the next two months and say, "Go ahead and uh, triple your pitch load." In, in one year? I, I guess so. So, But uh, Bradish is my number one guy. I guess if we're just going to be guessing. And then Rodriguez. And, and then, uh, I, you know, Kramer, I think, has got to be in there. He's been pitching really well. And if, you know, somehow Flaherty can can show some resilience and show that he's healthy, um, he'd probably be in there too. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, joining us here. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fantasy. does every Thursday talking about the birds of Baltimore. Now John Means is coming back. We assume Tyler Wells is going to be back. When they do return, Mike, how do they fit into Brandon Hyde's pitching staff here? Yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting, but I suspect just a uh, extra deep bullpen um, with guys that have the ability, obviously, to give some length. Um, you know, John Means may spot start, uh, which would be kind of cool to see, to see how he feels, um, because they're not holding back at all, right? He's getting stretched out down there in minor leagues, so they're going to expect him to come in and, and probably have the ability anyway to throw six innings if, if he uh, feels pretty good. So um, it's going to be fun, and if he does indeed have a pretty good feel for what he's throwing up there, He'll just be a huge weapon for this team um, coming out of the bullpen or, or however Brandon High is going to use him. Hey, Bordy, how shocked are you at the, the Rays? I mean, like in July, they were dead, you know, and then now, you know, they, they lose pitching. They've got off the field issues, and now they just win games. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy, right? Um, but, you know, this is something I think they've uh, – prepared for because they're going to be down times when you don't have a lot of things going for you, but they've created a winning culture. I think their organization 
feels that. So they know how to win. And that being said, um, you know, as the season has rolled along for the Orioles and we, you know, we say, okay, yeah, sure, they're pitching good or they're, you know, big clutch hit here and there. What the Orioles have learned how to do are the things that the Rays have now, it's become part of their their makeup, their winning character, uh, if you will, which is run the bases correctly, which is play great defense. And the Rays have been able to do that. So even with the major losses that they've had, they still play a winning type of, of baseball. So that has kind of helped overcome a lot of the major losses that they've had all year long. Hey, Bordy, did you like it when you were a player? I mean, the O's are on the West Coast, so all the other games will be almost over, or they'll have a pretty good idea of what they're going to need to do that night. With 29 games left, you know they're scoreboard watching. Did you like it better when you knew already what the other team did, or you want to be playing at the same time? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Vinny, you come up with some good questions, man. I, I, it, don't, it don't matter, right? I think I think guys just like to play and then get, pick their head up and say, okay, where are we today? You know, so sometimes it might um, – I mean, ultimately it doesn't matter at all. But, uh, you know, especially a team like the Rays, if they see the Rays have won, it might help either motivate them or just put a little extra pressure on. Yeah, I, I don't know if this team is even – has – felt pressure all year long. I mean, I just think they're a confident group that doesn't care if if Tampa wins. So what? They're just going to go out and play their brand of baseball anyway. Oriole Hall of Famer Mike Bordick joining us as he does every Thursday. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. D.L. Hall, we've seen him pitch a couple of times, Mike, since the return from Norfolk. The velocity is returned. Importantly, what is his, I don't say what his role is going to be, but is he one of these, no pun intended, maybe wild card arms for Brandon Hyde in September and hopefully in October? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, even though Brandon Hyde, I can, I can uh, see him being loyal to some of the arms that have got him there, but you know, ultimately it's going to come down to the arms you trust down the stretch. So it's a great opportunity for Hall to prove that you know he's harnessed his fastball, has has gotten his command, um, has good velocity, can live up at the top of the zone, and, and be a, a potential piece, uh, a, a weapon, um, you know, out of the Orioles bullpen because. You know, so many arms get used up in the postseason. So uh, they, they want to have their best ones available. And now he's put himself in a position to uh, show that he he can be there. Hey, Bordy, you know, like a lot of people complain about, you know, get rid of Mateo, Frazier, all these guys. It seems like Hyder and the organization, they have trust in those guys. They have confidence in them, you know, for they know what they're going to get. And I, I think uh, they feel good about having those guys when they go into the playoffs. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, no doubt about it. If there's a team that is uh, built for postseason, it's the Orioles. Right? They have speed. They have depth on the bench. They have depth as far as the, the quality players they're pulling off the bench because so many guys, you know, have the ability to be starters. So, uh, and that just comes with all the talent, you know, that the Orioles have right now at the major league level. The fact that they can change lineups every night, move guys around, kind of tells you that this team has bought into this philosophy. They're all in um, on the win campaign. And, you know, so I I was a little worried about Mateo uh, early on in the year when he started getting bumped out of there because his his bat was really scuffling. And, and all of a sudden Henderson started playing short more. 
Uh, and I think he did kind of have the head down for about a week stretch because he just didn't look like he was playing his brand of baseball. But I think he's back. And when you get a healthy Mateo, and I'm talking mentally, uh, physically, he's as good as anybody in the game. I still think he's the best defensive shortstop in the game right now. But running the bases is an incredible tool. What a weapon to have. Mateo's proved that he's willing to play in the outfield as well. So uh, versatility comes up huge in the postseason when you can start mixing and matching and having a stronger lineup. No, stop getting picked off at first. That would probably help your cause too there, Mike Bordick, real quick. Bordick, yeah. Oreo Hall of Famer. How underrated is Anthony Santander as a slugger in the American League? Because outside of this little world we live in, our Oreo bubble, nobody ever talks about this guy. No, because, you know, he's surrounded by, um, you know, Cedric Mullins, Austin Hayes, got a lot of the limelight. And, of course, uh, the, the young stars get the limelight. I think Anthony Santander, still a very young player, hasn't even reached his prime, and has just been nothing but consistent as a switch hitter, a power hitter now uh, in the game. He's just a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I know Brandon Hyde loves him. And I think I think Anthony doesn't mind being under the radar. I think he's all about this winning as well, and he's a major part of it. Um, and I'm not talking just, you know, with the bat. Uh, defensively, he's been no slouch out there. He's come up with uh, huge play after huge play. So, you know, he's playing uh, a great brand of baseball. He's just gotten better, it seems, every year, and uh, love to see it. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball Tonight, brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. Mike, as always, great to talk to you. I'll see you next week. Thanks, Bordick. All right, Bob. All right, Vinny. You guys take care. There he is. There, Mike Bordick. He's doing the good things that Oriole Hall of Famers do. When we come back, he's our winner. Nolan McGraw, he's going to take us to his fun house. Got news from the Nets. Going to hear from John Harbaugh. Also going to hear from uh, Tylen Wallace, who, all right, he knows his role. But could his role expand maybe a little bit here in 2023? Stay tuned for that. Buy or sell. Let's count the cash. And then Melissa Kim. She'll talk Ravens with us, our colleague here on The Fan, at 1230. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Amy. McUltra. Vinny and Amy. 105.7. The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. What we got here, Nolan? The Impressions. Never liked nobody. That's oh, wow. mean to me. Not familiar. I'll be honest with you. That uh, nice uh, Motown vibe to it. I'll give uh, the listeners credit. They'll pull one out of there every now and again. Unlike myself, who totally whiffed on Slim Whitman a couple of days ago. I was going, hey, let's do Slim Whitman for Turn It Up Tuesday. It became Turn It Off Tuesday. Because that, well, that was a fact. That was like the worst. Hey, look, we have Slim Whitman, whatever dimension you might be in right now, I apologize. I was trying to give you a little push. and yeah, They push back. How's that sound? The ear candy was not happening. Sometimes music can be good, but it's just not good for radio comeback from commercial music. You know what I mean? I don't think that would have been good under any circumstance. No, you're right. I mean. That was a tough gig. You said it yourself. All the records he sold. 
He's got to be doing more something, than Elvis right? and the Beatles. I think there might have been a little. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Embellishment. Yeah. Thank you, Nolan. That's an embellishment, I would assume, because Elvis and the Beatles have sold hundreds of millions of records, and if Slim Whitman is in that that category, then, boy, we're really missing something. But I try to get it done, and it just didn't happen. But get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up later on in the show. Nolan, what are you thinking about the uh, Kyle Gibson Orioles rotation thing as we talked about earlier? Bordy is, uh, it's kind of Braddish, Grayson, and uh, Man Bun. I think, and that's, they've earned it. Things will change, and it might be premature to predict, but with only 30, how many games? 29 games left. I don't think it's a far-fetched uh, exercise, personally. No, how many no. starts will they each yeah. get? Like four or five more? If that. Yeah, I mean, we're really six coming man up rotation. Yeah. A lot can change, as you said. A lot probably will change. I think I'm more interested to see how they navigate the bullpen shuffling. You know, who's going to leave to make room for Wells and Means because they obviously deserve the chance to come back. I wish Bauman would be an easy yes, bring him back. But again, who do you kick out? Yep. Uh, you're running out of guys that have options. I know Fuji does. Yeah, Beyond I'd be that. shocked. Unless he goes bananas in September, I'd be shocked if he's on the postseason roster. Mm-hmm. I, they gave him every opportunity to yeah. to hang around. But yeah. I think the other night, you know, another blowout, ninth inning, you give up a couple runs, you can't do that. No. I mean, that's got to be an easy one, two, three. You have to start gaining the confidence of your manager. And he's tantalizing because he looks so dominating at times and then teases you. He's, he looks like a staff. I mean, I mean, he was signed for three mil out of Japan, and I'm going to go air quotes only three mil. And then Oakland got rid of him within a season. So there must be a flaw in there somewhere. And everybody, Vinny, we've talked about it. You were in professional sports. Can't teach 102, 103. So everybody's like, oh, I can fix that. Right. I can get that. I can straighten no out. <laughs> I can straighten it out. Every coach. He, guy's been on 10 teams. I, if I just do this, I'll, I'll, I'll get him right. Yeah. Okay. Well, it will be interesting to see what his future is because, again, I mean, he's not, you know, a super young guy. He pitched all those years in Japan, so he's got a lot of baseball under his belt. Finally made the transition to Major League Baseball this year. Started as a starter. That didn't work out. Now bullpen not even working for him. So I don't know what kind of uh, – what team picks him up? Is it a, a, a contender? I don't know if I see that next year, a contender picking him up. It might be uh, another team like the A's that has the ability to to work on a guy like that. Maybe sign him a couple-year deal for low money, see what you can get out of him. You know what I mean? Could be another one-year deal. I mean, that's... And then trade him. That too. Yeah, another these developmental teams. If he ends up being great, yep. then flip him for some prospects. Well, we'll find out what he's going to do with the Orioles here in another month. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. News from the Nets coming up, top of the hour. Let's go to Funhouse real quick. Quick draws, Funhouse. 
The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First one here from Wes in Dundalk says, when you look at all the other number ones that Rodriguez has been matched up against this season, would not hesitate to have him pitching uh, early in a postseason rotation. He's gone toe-to-toe with other teams' best. Excellent point, Texter. And Brandon Hyde even talked about that a couple weeks ago at one of his press conferences. It just seems as though rotation plays out where he's going up against the Coles, he's going up against this guy, he's going up against the other number one or number two, and he has more than uh, held his own against them. So that's a great point, and I think that will come into consideration once we get into uh, putting that rotation together. Another one here says, I know Maryland will beat up on Towson, but can never bring myself to bet those spreads in the 30-35 range. Hope I'm way wrong. Well, there's a lot of them looking at week one of the NFL. NFL. Got USC, for instance, uh, 38 against Nevada. Uh, Texas A&M, 49. Oh, that's over under. Never mind. 38 against New Mexico. There's a lot of double-digit high number spreads coming up this weekend. And one last one here from Chris says, it'll be a little disappointing if the Orioles don't win the division, but you look at the season as a whole, pretty much guaranteed to make the playoffs, even if they end up as a wild card season is a success in my opinion. Well, that's a good way to look at it, but if they're a wild card and they pull a Toronto and they're 2-0 and done or 0-2 at home, I think we're going to be disappointed in the way that the season turns out, given the fact they've been in first place in the division for over a month. We still have time to determine these sorts of things. Are they a year ahead of schedule? Probably. But again, as we talk about, you start stacking wins, expectations change. There is no dominant team in the American League. So this thing is wide open, and the Orioles have just as good a chance as anyone to get to the World Series in my Humble opinion. When we come back, news from the nest. We'll catch some cash, hopefully at 12.15 with buy or sell. And we'll talk Ravens with Melissa Kim, our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan. 53-man roster is set for now. Practice squad is set for now. What is Melissa? What does she think? Early prospects for the Ravens getting off to a fast start here in 23. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. 
So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 